You're listening to Heroes in the Moment. What's up, Heroes? I'm Michael. And I'm Nathan. And welcome to our weekly recap number 26. Is Tw- that right? 26. It's 26, I think so. right? Or is it 25? I- I'm bad at counting. I think it's 26. I will say We're going to go with that. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into it today. So today is going to be a little bit different. We're not actually talking about anything Marvel. Yeah. Anything Star Wars. Yeah. Anything DC. Anything Harry there's, Potter. Bro, there's really no news. There is no news. There's it's been no very news. blank lately. I guess because it's January. January is always just a dead month. I know. But they did release something that we're very interested in. And if you know me and Nathan, we love other movies besides our main pop culture ethics or whatever. And yeah. We're going to talk about today the Oscar nominations, yeah. or at least the main core ones. I mean, not, I, not the like, obviously, the you know, ones, we may or may not get another little thing up and running. And this possibly. is the type of content you'd see on the possibly. Other pod. But we'll, we'll see what's going on with that. Um, but we're going to talk about the Oscar nominees, who we think will win, who we yeah. think should win, who we want to win, um, those kind of things, and um, what's going on there. So just to talk about it, and we just got those in last week, just late last week, yeah. um, to talk about. Because, I mean, it's fun to talk it's about. It's fun to talk about. You know, and it's nice to it's expand. Relevant. I mean, if you're brain dead and you only watch movies from four different franchises, like, <laughs> man, get alive, man. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff out there. There's a lot of good stuff. Even though what we cover is really good, too. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Well. Facts. All right. So we're going to start off. We're going to go over all the categories. We're not going to go like, you know, best makeup and hair. You know, I, best I don't know anything about makeup. No, man. we're not doing those. We're, we're, we're doing our core. We're going to go with our, our, you know, best picture, best actor, best actress, best yeah. supporting actor, best supporting actress, Facts. best director, best animated feature. Facts. Film. We're going to do all of those. Um, we're going to save the best ones for last. So be prepared for those. Um, but we are going to start off with our best supporting actor. Okay. Um, so let me read you the nomination, the nominees uh, yeah. for the best supporting actor. So first off, okay. we got Matt I. Moody, Brendan Gleeson for the Banshees of Ear and Sharon. I don't um, know how to say it. In Sharon, Sharon. Sharon. Yeah. Sharon. And then we got Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. Okay, um, I haven't personally seen Causeway, I seen but I've heard one. good things. I heard, yeah, that's eight twenty four, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yes. Okay. So then we got Judd uh, Hirsch for the Fablemans. Okay, um, which we have seen the Fablemans. Um, Barry, Wait, who, who is he playing the Fablemans? He was the. Um, Uncle dude who would talk to the um, the weird guy. Yeah, the weird he was guy. only in the movie for like ten minutes. I know he was, but really, he, 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 he got an impact. Okay, and then we got Barry Keegan for the Banshees of okay. Sh- Sharon as well. Yeah, Two great. nominations there, and we got Ki uh, Hu Khan. Forgive me if I mispronounce that for everything, everywhere, all at once. His first big action performance since, of course, his childhood roles in the Goonies. Yeah, he's and a kid. Indiana right? Jones and the Temple of Dune. So that's crazy. So some good nominees here, um, Nathan. Who do you think, real quick? Uh, who do you, well? Who should we start off? Who we want to win or who we think will win? Okay. Which one should we? Start I with? think. I mean, obviously, I think this one might be might be clear. Uh, like you said, I'm not could be exactly sure how to say his name, given the fact that he hasn't really acted since he was a kid. Yeah, and he, he has an gone. absolutely huge role on everything, everywhere, all at once. Which, in my opinion, goaded. I, I really think it goes to. Um, him. That's who you want to win and think will win. Yeah, I, I, I really do. I mean, um, um, he I, was one of the most compelling mm-hmm. parts of that movie to me. Yeah, you yeah, know, I, I just, I don't know. I think it's either him or Gleason. But I, have I to agree go with him. I, that's exactly um, my same point. I think it'll be either him or Brendan Gleason to win. Personally, I would like to see Ki Hun Khan win yeah. for everything, everywhere, all at once. But I also think that Brendan Gleason is actually a big competitor for it, and he could also come on top. But I think those are the big two competitions. I don't think anybody else yeah. has got a chance. And, and I definitely do think it will play into his favor, too, not having acted since he was a kid. Right. Especially with the Frasier-like resurgence, I think there'll be mm-hmm. a, a little bit of change this year right. in the Oscars. So, I do. I agree. So, Kihan Khan. We're going to call yeah. it best. I'm actress. calling it, yeah. All right. Next up, we got best supporting actresses. Okay. Um, so, we're going to break that down for you. 
First off is Angela Bassett for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Okay. We got Hong Cha for The Whale. Okay. Uh, I might have mispronounced that. We got Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Aaron Sheeran. We got Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm. And um, we had another one that I missed, apparently. Let's see. I think this is Curtis' like, first nomination it in is, the Oscars. I, I, it is. Which is crazy. Yeah, like she's huge, and she's been in the industry forever, man. Dude, she has, and it's, it's really surprising as well um, to see that, you know, her be nominated, which I'm a huge fan of Jamie Lee Curtis. So I'm actually yeah. completely okay with that um, as well. So those are the only ones I have. I think there was a few others, but honestly, I do think the winner and the option is, is in this, uh, in this category. Personally, I'll start off. I want to see Angela Bassett win yeah. for Wakanda forever, just because it would be the first MCU win. And yeah. I think, you know, the MCU has been in the game so long and a lot of times they don't even consider them for like, yeah. I think this is probably the first like nominated. This like, is the first nomination. I right. believe. I mean, the only other one is it, Black Panther. The original Black Panther was nominated for Best Picture when it came out, mm. but this is the only other option there um, for like a actress actor yeah. role. And I would like to see MCU get a dub here with Angela Bassett, and she killed it in Wakanda yeah. Forever. She was amazing, so in, my, like in my opinion, possibly the best. And it would definitely mm-hmm. give Marvel a lot of credibility. It would like it that's would. what that's what they need. So that's who I want to win. Critic. Who I think will win. I really think it'll be either Angela Bassett or Jamie Lee Curtis, personally. Really? Um, or it could be the other um, girl that I, I saw on there that's for everything, everywhere, all at once. But I think, honestly, I think there's a good chance to go to Hong, um, what's Hong, her face, Hong in, the, in the well. Yeah, yeah. I, I recently watched it. Dude, she has a ton of screen time, but mm-hmm. she's, a, she's a voice of reason in the movie. Yeah. She absolutely kills it. Uh, I've never seen her in anything else before. But obviously, I mean, I think um, it's going to come down to... I think it probably will be Bassett, to be honest. You think it will? Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis has a very small role in everything, yeah. everywhere, all at once. Right, right, so. right. Yeah, so probably, I, I think, mean, that's what I think it'll be Yeah, well, I would like to see Hong win it, but I really do think it will be Angela Bassett pulling yeah. it off. I agree. All right, next up, we got to talk about our best animated picture nominees here. Um, some good ones this past year. And yeah. Some not so good ones, but I'll talk about that <laughs> in a minute. So first off, we got Gilmore Del Toro's Pinocchio. Next Goated. up, we got Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Goated. Then we got Turning Red. <laughs> uh, <laughs> terrible. I can't stand it's Turning terrible. Red. Terrible. Um, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Mm, and then it uh, looks like a Japanese film I can't pronounce, N-U-O, or something yeah. like that. Personally, Turning Red's obviously going to... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Typically, in the past years, Pixar is definitely a big hit when it comes to the Oscars, Yeah, but they're not winning this year. I think Gilmore Del Toro's Pinocchio, hands down, is winning best animated picture. Yeah. Um, it just needs to, I personally think it will. And I think it, uh, I want it to as well. Phenomenal movie. One of the best animated films I've ever seen. And it just, it was really captivating. I mean, Puss in Boots is a, is a very, valid, it's a very it's, good movie. It's a very valid option as well. But honestly, I think hands down, good more. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like you said, I really do think on this list that, um, Pinocchio is the best movie yeah. and I'm a huge fan of Del Toro um, but I really do th- think the sleeper pick here is Marcel the Show yeah. obviously it didn't have a huge theater run it's right. A24 but that movie was so just emotional and yeah. heartfelt right. and it was by far the most creative movie on here so mm. while I understand the hype with Pinocchio do not be surprised one bit if Marcel the Show walks yeah. away it, with it it could be very possible so yeah I- I'm, going, I'm going Pinocchio too I think All it's right. pretty obvious 
Next up, we got to discuss best directors. So here's our best director okay. nominees. We got Martin McDowell for the Banshees of Aaron Sheeran, okay, um, which is a pretty prominent director. We got Daniel Kwan and Daniel uh, Schnert for Everything Everywhere All at Once. We mm. have Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. Ooh. We have um, Todd Field for Tar, and we have Ruben Osludd for Triangle of Sadness. That's tough. So what do you think? That's really tough. What are you I mean, ooh. <laughs> I think it comes down to two. I agree. Once again, I, I think it's between Spielberg, um, just because obviously he's getting older. Like I said, I think he's planning on making a couple more, but you know, right. he won't be around, around for long. And then the the two directors for Everything Everywhere All at Once, forgive me that I forgot their names. It was the first project I'd ever seen by them. This movie was by far the most creative mm-hmm. uh, and innovative movie I saw. Then again, Fableman right. was just such a simple, heart-wrenching story that... Right. Really hit home, so I think it's between those two, Michael. And I, I, um, I agree it's between two, but I agree with a different two actually. Really, I think it's between Steven Spielberg and Martin McDowell. Yeah, um, actually, because again, like you said, this is their first. You know, I haven't heard much about Daniel Kwan and Daniel Schnert for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and plus, I think that Everything Everywhere All at Once win quite a other quite a lot of other categories. Yeah. So I don't think they'll protect particularly win Best Director. Like I do think it is between Martin Martin McDowell for Banshee and Sharon and Steven Spielberg personally, mm. but. I think Steven Steven Spielberg will take the cake for the Fablemans. The only thing that's hindering me for this is the fact that Steven Spielberg has already won two directing Oscars before. Yes. But he has. He won Probably for um, Spielberg's List and I think Saving Private Ryan. So Really? He didn't see, win from Jurassic Park? No, he did not. So no I, I do see, you know, it's it's it could vary, but I think I personally would like to see Steven Spielberg back on top. Okay. Yeah. So, I can see it. Yeah, for sure. All right. Next up, we got to get to our big leads here. Maybe what you've been anticipating here. And first off, we got to talk, start, start talking with best lead actress in a mm. film. So first off, we got Kate Blanchett for tar. Mm. We got Ana de Armas for blonde. We got Andrea Riseborough for two Leslie. We got Michelle Williams to the Fablemans. And we got Michelle Yeoh for everything, everywhere, all at once. This is a good group. This is a tough one. This is even better than the guys, yes, in my opinion. This, this, is a, this is a tough group. Um, I don't know. You, st- you start. Okay. Uh, I really think um, this needs to go to Blanchett, and, mm. and I'll tell you why. Tar was just... It, it, it's just different, man. Uh, a story about this orchestra conductor uh, going through all this stuff. Uh, she learned how uh, to play the piano. She spent yeah. hours watching and interviewing conductors. As you mentioned, musician myself, it's it's extremely realistic, yeah. uh, and it's just so. It, it's just a smaller scale movie, right? As good as I think uh, Michelle was uh, in Everything Everywhere, uh, Blanche's performance just it hit me personally, right. and it was just so okay. I don't know. I really feel like she's a sleeper here, so I'm yeah. going with her. Okay. Rocking with her. Um, I think it comes down to three. Uh, I'm going to eliminate Ana de Armas and Andrea Riseborough. Yeah. I do. I mean, Bond is not that good of a movie, but Ana de Armas did kill it as Marilyn Monroe. She's great. Yeah. She's I great. haven't seen that much stuff about Blonde. Right. Though, right. Honest. So, but honestly, I do think it's between Kate Blanchett, Michelle Williams, Michelle Yeoh. Um, part of me, I mean, I don't think Michelle Williams would get it, but yeah. I would, I, she did an incredible did. job in the yeah. Fablemans. Dude, I um, hated her character, I hated but she her just character, did so well she with did that well character. With that. Yeah. So it, it just, it, I don't know. It could go really in any way between these three, but honestly, 
I think it's going to go to Michelle Yeoh for everything, mm. everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Um. You know, I I don't know if she would be the first Asian American actor actress. I, I to think I think it. she's the first. Um, I think she's the first. So that would be significant in that. So I, I don't know. I mean, I do think it will come down to like like you said, Kate Blanchett or Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. Even though Michelle Williams is a good pick as well, but I think Michelle Yeoh will take okay. everything, yeah. everywhere, all at once. I see it. All right. Next up, this one has been very, very big as well. This is a big one. Being best lead actor. So some good ones here. So first off, we have Austin Butler for Elvis. Mm. We have Colin Farrell for the Banshees of Aaron Sheeran. Mm. We got Brennan Fraser for The Whale. Ooh. We got Paul Mescal for After Sun. And we yeah. got Bill Nye for Living. Um, Bill Nye. Bill, not, not the science oh. guy. <laughs> I was like, what? No. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Bill Nye. I think it's is it Bill Nye or Nye. I don't know, but I yeah, think it's Bill Nye. Okay. I think same Make, name. Makes sense. I think it ultimately comes out of two, and I think you would agree. I think so, but I think low key. Okay. Paul Mescal, low really? key. Yeah. Paul Mescal for Afterson. Dude, listen, man. He is going to be a Hollywood legend, mm-hmm. and his performance in that movie had me thinking like, all about parents and relationships and everything you say. He was awesome. But yeah, it definitely comes down to two. And everyone's been debating about these two forever, right. man. I do. So. I think, um, you know, just because of the talk and everything going on, I don't, I don't see Paul Mescal. He's young. Yeah. So, I mean, Austin Butler is too, but like he, he just, I don't see him in that role. I didn't see personally after son, so yeah. I can't really say, but ultimately just because of these two performances in particular that were so amazing. I have to say it's either going to be Austin Butler for Elvis or or Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Mm. Um, Colin Farrell is another good pick for Manchester and Sharon, but yeah, I just don't I, see him I, I don't, he, he is with not competing with these guys. So, you know, there's two arguments here. You know, Austin Butler really did embody Embodied, the yeah. of Elvis. Took Presley. years learning right. him. I mean, I'm a huge Elvis fan anyway, and when I was watching that movie, I legitimately was convinced he was Elvis at yeah. It was phenomenal performance. He killed it. The accent, the way he sung. Yes, he still talks talk, like that. Yeah, performed. But, Yes, it's, yeah. it was incredible. And then you have Brendan Fraser, who was essentially blackballed by Hollywood for so many years. Yeah. And such a humble, sensual dude. I had the opportunity, of course, to interact with Brendan Fraser. That's incredible, crazy. I can't believe guy. that, dude. I regret not getting anything signed, unfortunately, Some because he's baby. an Oscar contender. Yeah. But he is an awesome guy. Um, and just because of the nature of the fact that Brendan Fraser is such a talent and such an amazing, amazing dude, I think that he'll get it and he deserves it. Yeah. But Austin Butler. I just don't know if he'd have the same opportunity again yeah. um, to get Elvis. I feel like Brendan Fraser, depending on the roles, could, but I just don't see yeah. Austin Butler as much, even though he's younger. Um, I would like to see Austin Butler win as well. So it's it's really very close between those two for me. Yeah. How about you? Like you said, um, obviously Frazier does have that whole black ball thing to mm-hmm. his advantage, you know, yes, yes. whereas I do think Butler went through a lot more mm-hmm. and, um, might have been maybe more believable, yeah. right? With with the accent spent years. I mean, this award is not going to the person who spent more years. It's going right. to the best. Um, having watched both, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm rocking with Fraser here. It, yeah. it, it was just such yeah. a a down to earth, sad, depressing, but like mm-hmm. uh, um, like like a like a warning, right. uh, a warning tale. But he was. He was incredible. Absolutely brilliant, right, man. Right, right. He, uh, he did deliver. In, in the whale. And I really felt like I was in his shoes. Whereas right. with Elvis, I felt a little more maybe disconnected. Yeah. No, nothing to Austin Butler. I mean, I get that. this could go either way. Mm-hmm. Both of them freaking deserve it. That, I know they can't the thing split. Is, uh, you know, I think back to when, um, was it Rami Malek that won the Oscar for the biopic? Was it Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah. Is that right? 
And he his performance was not near as good as Austin Butler's. No. So that's the part that's kind no, of it, no, it was me. not. And if you ask me, that movie's just stupid overrated. Yeah. And so is his performance. It's, yes. It's good, but it's it's, it's not. not it wasn't level. as good as Austin yeah. Butler. So it, it really could go every way for me personally. Yeah. All right, now for the big one, the biggest, the last one that hmm. was revealed at the Oscars, and that being the best picture yeah. uh, for the Oscars of this year. Um, we've got several nominees, a lot, a lot more than any other category. And I think this is one of the biggest, you know, picture rounds. There's some good ones in here. Yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about Hopefully. first off, first <laughs> off, we be. have all quiet on the Western front. Mm. Next up, we have avatar, the way of water. Then we have the, that got in there. <laughs> it did. Then we have the Banshees of Inner Sheeran. Yeah. We have Elvis. We have Everything Everywhere All at Once. Elvis. We there. have Elvis is in there. We have the Fablemans. We have Tar. We have Top Gun Maverick. We have Triangle of Sadness and we have Women Talking. Uh, okay. A lot. So first off, before let's let's eliminate. Yeah, we gotta eliminate. We're we gonna eliminate. We're eliminating We're Triangle of Sadness and, and Women Talking. Women right? Talking. Yes. As good as they both are, and I did like yes. Triangle of Sadness. And then they gotta go. I'm gonna eliminate All Quiet on the Western Front because it's gonna win Best International Film. Yeah. So I don't think it win Best Picture. I know you're well. a big fan of that film. I liked too. it. I really it enjoyed it. Um, you know, when I watched it and stuff based off the original in the book. Um, but it'll win Best International Film, so yeah. I don't see it winning Best Picture. Okay. Um, so then that leaves us Top Gun Maverick, Tar, The Fablemans, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Elvis, The Banshees, Inner Sheeran, and Avatar, The Way of Water. I really do think we could eliminate Elvis, too. If I agree. That's it only has like, not only does it have like a 77% Rotten Tomatoes, as, I mean, it's decent, but it's just... It's too much yeah. in a movie. I agree. You know? I think we can get rid of Elvis as well. I don't think it's winning. So now we got a good, you know, following with Avatar, The Way of Water, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Banshees, Inner Sheeran, The Fablemans, Tar, and Top Gun, Maverick. It, now let's see what we think. It, it comes down to three. I maybe think it comes four. down to three. Starting at the bottom, I think you have uh, Tar and Fablemans, mm. I think, are in contention. The main two are Top Gun Maverick and Everything Everywhere. I agree. I, I think that's pretty clear, to be honest. I think it's clear. It's definitely 100% without a doubt. I mean, you could say Avatar The Way of Water because the first one didn't, and this one because of the visuals and the incredible working team for 13 years of work. Yeah. But I just don't see it winning Best Picture. I see it winning Best Visuals, probably. Mm, yeah. But I don't see it winning Best Picture. I completely agree. It comes down to Everything Everywhere all at once. And Top Gun Maverick. I mean, both of those are on the IMD top. Are they right. in the top 100? Just Maverick. Just Maverick. It's sitting at like 40 something. Yes. And then okay. um, Everything Everywhere Wants is sitting at like 140, 130. 140. Range. Okay. Um, personally, I want Top Gun Maverick to win. Yeah. It's America's movie. It's Amer Exactly. It's the most, it's, it's, for everyone, like yeah. anybody can sit down and watch Top Gun, Ma Top Gun Maverick and enjoy it. Like I've not met one person who hasn't enjoyed Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. It's a blockbuster. It's an action movie. That's the only reason it's hindering it. But it's a phenomenal it's movie. It's done well. It's, it's one of the best so movies well. I've ever seen in my entire life. One of yeah. my favorites. And I think it deserves it. And honestly, I feel like the world needs to see Top Gun Maverick win it just yeah. because it paves the way to see, you know, a movie like that can actually win yeah. an Oscar. But Ultimately, I think everything everywhere all at once will win yeah. the best picture film just because of how much, you know, how significant it was, how good it was. It was good as well. But I really just would like to see Maverick win. I know. Personally. Like I said, I, I'm in the exact same boat. 
uh, here with you, Michael. As good as Top Gun Maverick is, right? It's in the top 50 on IMDb. Right. Whatever that means. Uh, it's a perfect action movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, real freaking pilots, real planes. The The dedication to realism is insane. Right. Um, I think Tom Cruise is brilliant. I don't think he's a great actor, but he's great in this. Right. Uh, so is, what's his face? Miles uh, Teller. Ma- I'm Miles actually surprised Teller Miles Teller didn't, didn't get, get a supporting, supporting actor. He deserved it, like, man. You know, I can understand Tom Cruise not getting, you know, a nomination for Best yeah, Actor, but, but I Ma- think Miles, Miles had the him and then Glenn what's his face had the two best performances yep. in that yeah, movie yeah Glenn Powell, Glenn Powell. Uh, I would have liked to see um, Miles Teller nominated yeah, for it, Oscar it was just, it was just perfect man you think action adventure mm-hmm. you think America realism right this is the movie you think of right. it was freaking perfect right. and the box office reflected that right on the other hand you got everything everywhere all at once which is completely different it's this movie with Literally everything in all these different universes. I mean, crazy ideas, freaking hot dog fingers, like (laughs) anything. It feels like a dream. Right. But despite being so just diverse and just complete madness, the family themes of this movie are what drives it. Yeah. Right. You know, the, the relationship between um, the parents uh, and, and their children, their their daughters specifically. And it, it does the best job of any movie I've seen with combining those two different elements. While mm-hmm. it can be so big on this multiverse universal plot, the family is what carries this yeah. movie. Yeah. So I think, I really think it has to go to everything everywhere. Yeah, I think it ultimately everything where we'll, everywhere all at once will win. But I would love to see Maverick win. I, I, nice. I would love it. Marka. I would. It'd be Marka. beautiful. It'd be beautiful. <laughs> but that concludes concludes our opinions on who we think will win, who we think will win. I do think we are quite right on yeah, a lot of them. There's no way. Um, you know, a lot of them are biased opinions and wants, but ultimately, I think we are pretty pretty accurate. So yeah. we'll see when the Oscars come down. We'll have to do a podcast, re-podcast, you know, breaking down the see wins. See how many we got right. And see how many got right. But ultimately, I think we're pretty close. All right, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, let us know by giving us a review and a download. Our podcast, Here's in the Moment, is available everywhere. So go ahead and check that out, would you? Speaking of our episodes, our last episode was our Shazam! Fury of the Gods trailer something breakdown. I don't remember. (laughs) Anyway, if you want to hear us bash something, man, go ahead and check it out because it's fire. Mm -hmm. If you want to stay up to date with the socials, the news, updates, check out the Instagram. It's Here's in the Moment and our TikTok. Here's in the Moment with an extra T. And we just want to thank y'all for listening. And as always, we love you 3000.